This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Well, we had a group therapy, and Ryan and Mary are talking about diaper changes, and Ryan can't do it. He just has a gag reflex, <laughs> which I completely understand. I think there's some guys out there who legitimately have this. Okay. Um, but there's a bunch that's lying, too. Uh, they don't want, yeah. No one's going in there going, smells like roses. Yeah, yeah, but some people genuinely just start to throw up in these situations. I do, I do feel like I could gag when I'm changing a diaper, but... But I, I changed my friend's uh, kids' diapers, and I will start acting like I'm going to gag. And it just makes them laugh. <laughs> so I just entertain them by gagging the entire time I'm changing. What's so funny is when Tori's like, smells like roses. I thought you were doing one of those TikToks, making money. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the roses. Thank you. <laughs> well, I, I kind of feel uh, Ryan's pain here. I, I'm thinking there's going to be a lot of people call in to vote on his side of this, but we are taking calls. 1-800-386-0937. Let us know what you think. Hello. I was going to say on the issue at hand, um, my husband is a huge gagger, and we have several children, so I've had to go through this quite a bit. <laughs> and I, Tiger Balm is 100% a lifesaver. Oh. Uh, they use it in the medical field, too, in the case of, like, wounds and, you know, GI bleeds and stuff like that, and it will completely block out any other scent. That's um, brilliant. What do you do? You sprinkle it on like salt and pepper? No, you put yeah. it under your nose. <laughs> oh. Yes, you just put a little under your nose. It has a Vaseline-type texture, and it will completely block any other scents coming in for at least a good 15, 20 minutes. What is it called? Tiger Balm. Tiger Balm. I don't know that. And oh, so, it's so good. your husband is putting that underneath his nose every time he changes a diaper? Absolutely. I'm a nurse, and I brought it home, and I was like, fuck it up or fuck it up. Wow. <laughs> and he hasn't had lip pain in years. There we go. <laughs> okay. That's very interesting. I really don't like this stuff. It's kind of like what Kato was saying. He put that uh, Vicks Vapor Rub underneath there. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yes, without the tingling burning sensation. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> but I can breathe so much better once I'm done. Yeah. yeah. You don't want to, though. <laughs> well, we, we appreciate you calling. We love you. Yes, bye. All right, bye. Hawk and Tom, good morning. In the healthcare system, a lot of times when they're changing patients, they'll put one mask on and layer it with the big vapor rub. Okay. And then put another and then put another mask on so it doesn't touch your face. And then you're just breathing in straight Vicks vapor rub. Oh, okay. Oof. And you can just have that near the baby's bed. You say, you, did you, you say yeah. vape butt rub? Vape, no. Vape butt rub? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
You know I mean, what? You Sorry. That. That's that's better than my idea of like arsenic or you know something that yeah. would just go ahead and put you out of your misery. That's a little yeah, extreme. They just, like, do, they just do like a thick layer of it on one mask and then put another mask behind it, so it's just up against your mouth and your nose. Yeah, idea. and you know, I've always told you I have that fond memory of Vicks Vapor Rub. We all remember that smell growing up, and how oh, yeah. you know you'd put it on the, the chest uh, of somebody that was having a cold or couldn't breathe. And I'm like, I can remember many yeah. times rubbing that on my grandmother's chest, <laughs> helping her out. Oh, yeah. Oh, a very close family. You're from Tennessee. Hold still, Granny. Y'all got mad about me talking about flies yesterday because it was breakfast time. But, you know, Granny, uh, she actually would use Vicks Vapor Rub for everything. Like, you know, you get a cut or anything. Like, let me put some Vicks Vapor Rub on it. I'm like, no, Granny, not that. Now, do you have Ooh. some in your home? I do. I do. Yeah. yeah. I have Vicks Vapor yeah. Rub. Yes. And Ben Gay. How long? I don't have yep. that. How long have you had to been gay? Uh, well, since my mom moved back in with okay. me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Hold still, Mama. Sometimes I have to rub my mom's back. Wow. Yep. You don't have to tell us. Maybe I should call in with group therapy <laughs> <laughs> next week. Yeah, we love you. Thanks for sharing your story this morning. Yep. No problem. Bye bye. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B ninety three point seven. Here is a story that's got several layers to it, okay. and I think you're probably going to have different emotions as you hear different parts of it, All right. especially once I explain some of it, because some of this may not be obvious at first, but uh, if you've ever ordered delivery food like Grubhub or Uber Eats or DoorDash or any of those, mm -hmm. you probably know that there is a chance, much like going through a drive-thru, that some of your order will be wrong. Okay, That's just part of the game. Uh, it's just human nature. You're adding another layer of possible mistakes, and it happens. So you either learn to accept that and deal with it, or you can quit using the services, or you can go through the returns and all that stuff and get some credit added to your thing. And I think most people who use them regularly start to learn to just go, all right, I'll get some credit when it's messed up and figure it out. Yeah, there, I didn't need that extra slice of piece of the driver took on his way over. It's okay. No, I'm not talking about that, Kato. I'm just talking about mistakes in the order. But it's got to be bad when you're ordering for the whole family, and that one person doesn't get their order, and like, you know, you're sitting around the table, and like, uh, you know, like, yes, you can go. You know, yeah, you're just looking at them like I'm. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> it, the guilt is tough, yeah. but I will say we try to order an extra thing every now and then, so that if oh. someone does get screwed, they got something to fall back on. Because you don't want to split your fries, do you? No, <laughs> you want half my burger and these fries. But if you've ever had that mistake before, sometimes you just eat what you got too. And this is a case yep. kind of like that. A man ordered, uh, I believe it was Chick Fil A. And uh, he got all of his stuff, but whenever he took a drink of his milkshake, it was not a milkshake after all. Mm. He had ordered a milkshake, but instead he got a cup of warm urine, oh. as happens from time to time. Yeah, he makes it up. It's now, easy. Now, here's where this gets a little bit complicated. I'm sorry. You cannot, you cannot think a cup of urine is even the same consistency as a milkshake. Kato, I thought the same thing as you. I'm like, I'm a little suspicious that the guy didn't even hold it in his hand and go, this is not a milkshake. It's warm. If it had been a hot coffee, <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking maybe he might have fallen for it. I feel like we're missing the point here. 
why was there a cup of urine there in the first place? Now, that's where it's going to get very interesting. They do have those lemonade shakes there, though. <laughs> <laughs> the I cup of urine. And, and the cup of urine, he got fired for this, the driver did, which I think is so unfair because anyone could mix up a cup of urine and a milkshake. It happens. Um, oh. But the reason he has a cup of urine is... Grubhub drivers have to work so hard and they don't have time for breaks to get the food to the people on time that they keep cups in their car sometimes. That's disgusting. Well, here's the thing. You could argue this is Grubhub's fault for putting their workers in conditions where they don't have time for bathroom breaks. I disagree 100% because I saw it happen the other day. Guy came in. He was one of those food delivery guys. It was a barbecue place here in Malden. And he went to the bathroom. That he had to wait for his food anyway. Exactly. So okay, go well, to the bathroom there. Time for that. But also that means that he's like touching stuff and then touching your bag of food. You didn't what? think that was happening anyway? Yeah. He's doing that anyway. I'm never getting takeout again. Well, Honestly. you're not going to want to eat at restaurants when you find out what they do either. It does shave <laughs> off some time. I know with my kids when they were younger, you know, you're going on that long road trip. You don't want to stop at a rest area. Yep. It's like you got that bottle sitting there or that cup, that yep. big gulp, you know, and you're like, you're just reaching back there and holding it and then putting the lid back on. And I've actually heard, I don't know if it's true or not, but like Amazon drivers and people like that, they're having to do it too because their hours are so crazy. Yeah, and it's like that's the thing. And that, I think, is where this gets complex because Grubhub just blamed it all on the driver. This is unacceptable. We have no tolerance for this or any kind of misconduct on Grubhub. We took immediate action with the driver and ended his contract with us. Oh, yeah. Now... I do agree with most of that, but I do think that maybe Grubhub needs to look inward and see why their driver felt like he needed to do that in order to either get your food there warm or to keep up with his schedule and make enough money to survive on. Because I don't think anyone's peeing a cup for jollies. I think if they're doing it, they must feel like they need to do it. Now, as a as a food delivery driver, don't you get? Do you, is it like Uber where you get to choose if you're going to pick up no that ride idea, or not? Man, I have not done it. Because you got to think, if I got to pee or use the bathroom, I'm not going to take that next order that's but coming the, But in. what if the, that next order is whether you make a decent amount of money that night I'm not, not. going to pee in my pants or in a cup. So. I would pee in a cup. That's no big deal no, to me. No, it is for me. I'm an adult. I'm not, I don't, so, there's no need for me to pee in a cup. Oh, well, see, I'm not an adult, so it's not a problem. <laughs> Honestly, but, I'll just whip it off the road oh, and go ahead and oh. just take my break right there on the side of the road. Depends on what kind of break you got to take. Yes. Okay, <laughs> well, I didn't have a cup of poop. You, you see little kids do that and the dads out there on the interstate. When they're driving, <laughs> now, you know what the little kid's doing. There's more to the story. Like Cato mentioned at the beginning when he was really, I think, understanding it better. But how did this man think that it what? was a cup of, uh, of a milkshake but, instead of warm urine? Here's what happened. He put it in the cup holder next to the milkshake, and all of a sudden he's in a hurry. You say he's in a hurry anyway. He didn't grab the milkshake. He grabbed the other cup, no. and he whipped the guy who drank it. How do you pick up oh, a cup oh, of warm oh. urine and not immediately set off alarms that this is not a milkshake? Did he? Have, well, the question is, how much did he drink? I don't how know. You know how, many, how many sips do you take of that for you? Like, mm, ah, say <laughs> milkshake. Was so it was still warm. It like it wasn't, wasn't like milkshake cold for sure. Well, it depends on when he went. It might have been sitting for a while. Okay, I think we're making some wild assumptions there. But you're blaming the guy who ordered the food for drinking it. Yeah. I think it's odd that he would actually. 
not noticed that this is not a milkshake before he drank some. The thing is, no. it, I would have noticed it before I drank it, but I'd have said I drank it to get more money out That's of his lawsuit. That's what I think could but. happen. <laughs> now, there, as I said, there's even more. Grubhub reimbursed the man for the cost of the food, but not the delivery fee or the tip. Wow. So he didn't even get all of his money back. Honestly, I would give the guy a bunch of Grubhub certificates for like almost a year's supply of yeah, delivery food. Yeah, but like, I don't think I want those. Well, he'll sue the company. Well, he is, I yeah. think. Wow. But um, yeah, I, at least it's in the news. So uh, they said that the, right now that this is a problem that has many levels, that it is a sign that they're not paying the drivers enough. It's also a sign that there's not enough checking going on to make sure that what you get is what you're supposed to get. Okay. And it shows they don't have enough workers in their customer service to actually handle this correctly because, and Grubhub themselves even said they're retraining their customer service specialists because they only offered him a refund for the food and not the other stuff. You, know, you can't blame the, the uh, amount of money they make. Like, Grubhub doesn't pay enough. Like, get another job then. That's what people do. That's if what this is for most people another job okay this is a side gig because they well, don't make a, enough at their main another side job well, if you they get don't another pay you job enough. they pay that, me that's enough such here. an arrogant thing to say why is that how does because it? people don't always have the options you've been blessed with no that's not true that at all. is very true. true plus i worked three jobs at one point and was I still making it barely making ends meet it's hard man everything's expensive you, and no companies are paying out there that have yeah. that you can make money if it doesn't that's what we do in america if you don't make enough you try to find another job that make you make more it's money. It's so easy to hear you I'm say it arrogant. like that. That's we true. know what uh, Hawk's next Grubhub order is going to contain. No, I do. I know that's right. <laughs> well, shoot, leave Grubhub and go to work at the restaurant. $15 an hour is what they're trying to get paid. 17 and some. Yeah, so, I mean, there you go. Instead of delivering, make it. Yeah, I saw a meme about that. It shows the guy, he's like, we won $15 an hour, and then it shows them at the drive-thru, and they're like, that meal will be $15, sir. Yeah. So the prices went up to match it. It didn't oh, it make anything. Sounds normal though. Fifteen in a drive through. I know, <laughs> and they basically mean their their hour of work gets the same thing it got whenever it was five dollars, and that's what a meal costs then. Can we wrap this up? I gotta go to the bathroom. Yeah, you don't need to order anything on food because they're gonna pee in your drink. Can I borrow your cup? No. <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B ninety three point seven. Well, women secretly. Admit to getting rid of items of things that the guys love, their man loves. And we've talked about this before, like a, a T-shirt or a shirt that they don't like. They're going to secretly get rid of it, donate it to Goodwill, or do something like that. I owe my wife an apology. Okay. She did do this with one of my shirts. Uh -huh. But I blamed her for a hat that had gone missing that she hated. And yeah. it was like it looked like a baseball cap, except for you could pull down from the inside and it had the little ear covers, the little oh, fuzzy ear covers. Your Elmer Fudd hat. Yes, that's <laughs> what she called it. Uh -huh. And I thought she had done something with it, but I found it the other day. So it's she was not to blame for that one, but I know she got rid of my Charlie Brown shirt. Okay. <laughs> right. And if, when you wore them together, that was just atrocious. If you have things, that uh, clothes that have a name to them, that's probably a bad sign. Yeah. If they your Charlie it. Brown shirt, your Pizza Hut <laughs> tablecloth shirt, and yeah. your Elmer Fudd hat aren't going to last. That's a sign that it's going to be gone pretty soon if they start naming it. 
What made you think of the Pizza Hut tablecloth shirt? Because it was Pizza Hut tablecloth, I think. Oh, no. Hawks is more like a bounty guy. Yeah. Yeah. Mine was red and white, and it really, if I had been at Pizza Hut, I would have been camouflaged back in the day. Uh, old underwear, we mentioned that before. You know, it just feels good. He likes that, and you want to throw it away. I know with my mom, she doesn't throw away old underwear. She uses the dust things. Like I've she uses that. the pledge, and you use the old underwear. Oh, I would think she wouldn't even need the pledge. Well, the pledge <laughs> takes away the streaks. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so this is actually interesting. Tori, do no. you do this to John? I ain't a man nothing. You okay. <laughs> no, honestly, have you ever gotten rid of something that he don't know about? Of course about? I have. Okay. But I have gotten blamed for something that I didn't get rid of. Same with Jamie. And it, But I was like, I just put it in a little bin over here because you don't wear it. Mm-hmm. You don't want to get rid of it. The reason we blame you is we've caught you doing it on at least one. But why wouldn't guy? Well, guys, why don't you get rid of your holy underwear? You know why? Because if I get a hole in mine, I'm throwing them out because my thinking is if I ever go to the emergency room and they have to pull my pants off and here I am with holy underwear, they're going to make fun of me. See, and my thing is they usually cut that stuff off. So I'm like, I don't want to waste my good undies. Yeah, yeah, there you go. And I think I'm already going to have done something to True. them whenever that accident happens, so they ain't going to notice. I will say I have a pair of jeans that the, their, their crotch has worn a hole in it, but I still wear them. <laughs> I just don't know it because I keep my legs crossed in here. Well, reasons that we keep things from the experts is because they have some kind of sentimental value. That's one reason. A scent? And the, I bet your mom's underwear has a scent. The oh. other one is we think we might need it someday. So that's why people become hoarders. Like they, Those are the two reasons. So Tori actually mentioned this about me having lost some weight because I caught diabetes <laughs> and I can't eat as much sugar. And I've got all these jeans that are now a size too big and shorts and stuff. And I don't want to throw them away because what if I finally beat diabetes and I get fat again? I'll need those clothes, and I don't want to have to go buy them again. You have odd goals in life. What, beating diabetes? I think a lot of people want to beat diabetes. Why would you want to gain weight back? You look great. You're healthy. You're walking. Quite frankly, you haven't lost a lot. I know, but I've lost (laughs) enough to where I'm one size down, and it's like I got all these pants that fall off now, and I don't want to throw them away because I might beat diabetes and get fat again. Well, this is about the guys and the things that guys will never get rid of, and you girls, it probably drives you crazy. But, uh, you know, we've mentioned the shirts that you don't like, stuff like that. Also, they say any movie posters that they might have framed that they've had for a long time. Guys don't want to get rid of it. It usually winds up in the man cave if the guy has one. This is why a man should always have a man cave. There should be a place where his inner tackiness can just be on display and the women can just know that it's a one little spot. Trust me, we want you to have a man cave. John's been trying to put up this like old pilot stuff forever, and I'm like, man, I cannot wait for you to have a man cave. Old pilot, oh, like flying stuff. Yeah, and it's not ugly. It's just not the aesthetic of the house. Yeah, women want you to have a man cave with your own bed in there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right, things guys will never get rid of. They say like baseball cards, basketball cards, football cards, anything like that they had when they were growing up. And those become valuable over time, girls. Not as much as you hope, though, because, like, my wife actually had some, and we went through, and there was some I thought was going to be worth money, and, I mean, maybe $15 on one of the good ones. Okay, things that guys will never get rid of, any, like, trophies that they acquired throughout their lifetime. It could be a little league, a baseball (laughs) trophy. 
or minor league or basketball trophy? I have one. <laughs> one trophy for bowling. And to be honest with you, we didn't cheat, but the lane was messed up. But we won first place. <laughs> and you I still have, have it. I still got that yeah. trophy, and I'm not getting rid of it. So I got a bunch got. of, like, uh, basically, I got some drag racing ones. Okay. I got some baseball ones where the team was pretty good. But they're all at my mom and dad's house. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah, I didn't get us there. <laughs> I was on the team, and we made it to, like, finals. Or I remember we've got one where we're all crying because we lost the final game. So we still got runner-up, but we're all crying because we didn't win. Those are sentimental for the guys. And so the girls want to get rid of them, but it means a lot to the fellas. So you might want to watch out. Yeah, but if it was, like, participation trophy for D- Little don't League. Judge, let him have that moment. Yeah, that's yeah. our moment. Well, look, look at all these uh, pageants in schools. The oh, yeah. pageants. I'm sure they got crowns yep, lying Tory. around and sashes and okay, but those crowns are pretty. Dead roses. Oh my okay. gosh! <laughs> All right, things that guys will never get rid of is the street sign that they got on a dare in college. Hmm. Yeah, or any kind of sign like that. Okay, a big one for us. We had some guys, we had a huge party, and they used 190-proof grain alcohol. Mm. These guys drove to mile marker 190 on Interstate 95 in Florida and stole that mile marker sign and brought it. And we have pictures of this giant 190-grain alcohol hunch punch, and they're like, they still have that sign up in their garage to this day. Have you read or seen that some cities, uh, their mile marker 420? Oh, I bet it's gone. (laughs) Yeah, people are taking it so much that they made it 420. 21. Yeah, oh, that's funny. They just went one up and not even putting them back. I don't know what city that is. Though. Okay, three more here. Things guys will never get rid of. Any water bottle, keychain, or frisbee that they uh, got at, like a, at a convention, at a business convention somewhere. It's like, you know, I've got tons of frisbees and stuff throughout the years that we've given away <laughs> at remotes and stuff. I, I don't even use water bottles and I have a cabinet full of yeah. them. <laughs> also, the dumbbells that they used once. Because someday they might use those dumbbells or weights. And they leave them out in the middle of the floor and you stump your toe on it. Okay. The only dumbbell we've got is what my wife says is me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she don't want to get rid of that, Tom. And then finally, things guys will never get rid of, those little soap slivers that are in the shower. You know, they're little bitty pieces of soap. Well, you know what? You can squeeze them together and make one big bar. You can do that. Not only that, but the shower is not a place where women should run their mouths about it because I have 8 million bottles of conditioner and about four wigs worth of hair in the drain. (laughs) So don't be yelling about my slivers of soap. Our stuff is new, and I put that on the wall, my extra hair on the wall, so that I don't clog the drain. So you're welcome. Uh, Yeah, then you can live with my slivers of soap. Exactly. You know what, Tom? He actually lost like one of his slivers one day, and the next morning he found it again in the shower. It was lost in a crevice. Oh, they're, they're that small. He did, heard you. Did you blow soap bubbles? Mm, that was a different time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so leave your man's things alone, okay? He wants those trophies. Hawk and Tom on B ninety three point seven. This is kind of a tragic story, but like most tragedies, enough time goes by and they just become history instead of a tragedy. Uh, In fact, it's kind of crazy because if you kill a person, you're a murderer. But if you were like started a war and killed millions of people, uh, sometimes that's not really what you go down in history for having killed all those people. Okay. Accidents can be very bad, too. 
Uh, it was some years ago, but probably not long enough to be considered ancient history, that Union Carbide killed a bunch of people in India with a fur, or I'm sorry, a, a bug spray plant. They were creating uh, insecticides, I believe. And there was some sort of a leak, and in a town of 3,800 people were almost all killed. Wow. That was a huge accident, lots of lawsuits, lots of changes in how companies did business. But going back to 1919, there is a story here in the United States. And this would be absolutely top of the news if it happened now because it is so bizarre. This was death by molasses. Oh. On January 15th in 1919, a tank filled with 2.3 million gallons of molasses burst. And it sent a tsunami of the slow-pouring, <laughs> sticky substance 40 feet high, and it was in the streets of Boston. Can you call something that's going to move really slow a tsunami? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, a slow wave. You just call it a tsunami. <laughs> it's okay to make these jokes because enough time has gone by. Yeah, we exactly. don't know them. It's not too soon. <laughs> it's not too soon. No. Uh, 21 people died and a lot more oh. were injured. And as crazy as that sounds, some people would start to get into the like ankle high or whatever and eventually could not move and it just kept going up and then drowned them in molasses so did they end up like that mosquito in um the the oh jurassic, jurassic park? park yeah were they just like fossilized yeah, kind of the... like the amber stuff yeah or like <gasps> the uh volcano over in italy near italy yeah Pompeii. maybe something like that Pompeii, yeah where the um, ashes fell on the people you can go see them right there. Well, oh, this creepy. wave mm. of molasses created 24-foot-tall, uh, I guess, waves, if you could call them that, in yeah. some places that traveled 35 miles an hour. So you weren't out oh, running that. Wow. Yeah. Uh, buildings did not stand a chance, and people became stuck in the substance. 35 miles an hour. You know, you think about that because you're trying to put, like, pancake syrup on your pancakes, and it takes forever. Yeah. I'm like, this is molasses going 35 miles an hour. And it was January, so it was cold. Huh. Yeah, but so where does slow as molasses come from? Because well, it's clearly fast. In yeah. smaller doses, they're slow, but when they got that much built up behind them, it can move. Um, they said that the unlucky people were the ones who got stuck under the surface and obviously died. The molasses were so heavy that there would be a rush of sweet-smelling air mm. that came before the people got knocked over. And anyone who got knocked over pretty much got covered and did not survive. Oh, my. 150 people were injured on top of the 21 who died. It was about a 2,400-foot-long trail, so about a half a mile of destruction. And rescue efforts were very difficult. People who ventured into the area searching for survivors got stuck. But eventually, most of the molasses were washed out into the harbor, and they used salt water to do that. Now, it didn't stop there. The Boston Harbor turned a deep brown for over six months. It was reported that people tracked molasses across the entire city, mm -hmm. making everything sticky for weeks. And they said that on hot, sunny days in Boston, for years later, it would still smell like molasses. Wow, so they got tea and molasses in their water. Yeah, their, their uh, harbors had a tough time. It's a delicious harbor. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's a breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> and there's actually a plaque Sorry. still erected there talking wow. about the Boston molasses flood.
Yeah. You know, and who was the marketing guy behind naming that? I would have picked a different animal because it just does not sound appetizing to I me. I don't think that's how they came up with molasses. <laughs> um, oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's really? a good name for that, ain't it? Really? I never got that before. That's really? funny. <laughs> <laughs> they they mule asses. Mule, mule asses. asses. That would be. Yeah, mule neither of those make any sense. Yeah, they really don't. Um, yeah. so I, what's the difference between really syrup and molasses? Uh, the difference, right. I think, is that with molasses, you get that kind of a flavor like. that's uh, from the cane itself, the cane sugar. <laughs> okay. That makes it like uh, not. I won't say bitter, but it adds a flavor that's not there in regular sugar okay i like how you just thought i think in front of everything you think you know but i mean i you don't even know if it's I right know or the not. difference in the taste i can't stop hearing it now <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but, um, let's look it up it's like beaver glands they and say stuff like this that, is the you know? first example of before diabetes of sugar killing people so yeah yeah I'm like the <laughs> angus part of the cow you know i don't want one of those burgers either oh what gosh. part is that get that molasses out of <laughs> <laughs> I cannot yeah. unhear that now. All right, then I have the, the answer. Molasses is made from using beet or cane sugar, and maple syrup, syrup is used making maple tree sap okay. from using maple tree sap. So Tom's somewhat right. I didn't really pay attention to what he said. I <laughs> <laughs> just wanted to call you out. Yeah. Well, I tried to uh, find out why molasses are called molasses yeah. so that we won't have this problem anymore. Well, 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 so Tori won't giggle every time we talk about breakfast or something. <laughs> Say it again. Say it again. Yeah. It molasses. comes from maleco in Portuguese. Uh, and it comes from the Latin mel for honey. And uh, apparently the second half has something to do with coagulation or thickness. You lie. It comes from mole booties. <laughs> it does not come from mole booties. And the French word milas, which is molasses in American. Are you still trying to explain it? <laughs> it's not molasses. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 